All right, guys, it's about that time. Chris Brooks here with you on the Rebels 247 podcast, part of the 247 Sports Network. And inside the Rebels here on a, what is today? Good gosh, it's Thursday. How is it Thursday? On a Thursday edition of the show. Hope you're doing well. Now into, man, June the 2nd. Can you believe that? A June 2nd edition of the show. Okay, several things we got to get to today. For one, I mentioned yesterday, yep, I'm at the house with two of my kids while my wife is gone and my oldest is gone on their senior trip. They're down in the Dominican Republic. Long way from home. And I'm not used to this. So I'm I'm, I'm trying to figure this out. Like there's some of you other guys, a lot of you guys who are married, you don't know this, but there's a lot of things going on in your house that you do not know about. Lots of things that my wife is doing that now I have to do, and I had no idea. Deeper appreciation, much deeper appreciation. Something simple. You know, I've mentioned this before. My middle kid had elbow surgery this year, and hey, I got to get him hooked up with my physical therapist friend. Normally, I would just tell him, like, right, go see him. Just get down there and go do it. Nope, not that simple. You got to fill out your little script card or whatever. Send it to them. Get the insurance to cover. There's there's lots of paperwork here, people. And then just stuff around the house. What do I do with supper time hits? Like last night, it ended up, I don't think this is a good thing, but like it ended up a Dairy Queen night. That's probably not a good thing. Kids slept till, I don't, they might be sleeping now for all I know, here around 10 o'clock. So we're giving this thing a shot though. I can't say I'm doing a good job of it, but we're giving it a try. But, hey, what we're going to get to in today, uh, there's several things. We are hitting, hitting the summer months, a couple months here leading up to the season. I do want to start counting down some of the top players as we get nearer and dearer the, the college football season. Uh, I want to do some surprise players. Maybe some rankings of players, you know, top 10 guys on the offense, top 10 guys on the defense. We'll fill it with with a lot of that. But also, we are entering camp season. And for recruiting purposes, these are a big deal. There's some coming up. Like, right now, we're on top of these things. This Friday night lights camp that's coming up at the end of this week. A lot of guys coming in, a lot of name guys that will be coming in, and we'll have a lot of those interviews up for you later on this weekend to let you know how it goes. As you know, high school spots are at a premium this year, so you'll probably – this is this is going to be my guess, okay, what we're looking at here. And this is fluid. Look, remember, let me tell you how fluid it is. Early last year, you know, early in the football season, we're looking at what was going on in, um, in, I shouldn't say early because I jumped on board in November. So we're talking, actually it was a little closer to signing day, but I remember throwing out there, look, because we were talking maybe eight transfers. Do y'all remember that? And I remember following some of this through David's coverage and other coverage and kind of eight, you know, maybe 10. And then when I came on board, I was, I was hearing, Hey, look, they're going to take a dozen. And then it seems like the next day after that, hey, they're going to take as many as necessary. So it turned in, we went from, from a half a dozen to eight to 10 to 
man, 12 is a lot of transfers. Two, I think we have 17 from the last class. I think the number right now is 17. I'll have to go back and double check it. So when I say it's fluid, yeah, it's it's whatever is necessary. And then you can throw out numbers such as, you know, your 25 limit for a particular class and all those things. But it's kind of like the NFL. You know how the NFL with the salary cap? And you look at a contract and you look at the numbers and it seems like, well, you can't sign anybody else. There's no way to stay under the cap here. And then somehow a smart GM, you know, manages finagle money and move it around. And, oh, look, suddenly they're able to get under it. This this feels similar. Whatever the numbers are, if there's a player out there that they want, it feels like that they can make that work. They can make it happen. So I would say right now in a in a 25-member class, if that's what we're looking at for next year, not half of that's going to be transfers. And I would guess it's going to be over half of the class is transfers just based on last year. So you're talking about a dozen high school spots. There's just not many of them. So this week, the guys that they are bringing in, and some, look, there's some that just left. You know, Whit Weeks was just here. Uh, a guy that they really like. Guys have already been here. Uh, I had a chance to talk yesterday to Isaiah Spencer. You know, Isaiah Spencer is planning on coming up. I think he, I have to go back and look at my notes. I want to say, I know he's coming up for basketball and baseball. You know, he's, he is a two sports, a two sport guy. So he's coming up for the Friday night lights camp. And I'm pulling up my notes here as we speak. I keep all this stuff digitally. Uh, but just for example, Isaiah is the wide receiver out of Madison Central, a senior, doesn't have an offer right now, but I think the kids are a very talented player. So I was able to get in touch with him yesterday. He'll be at Ole Miss Friday and Saturday for basketball team camp. And then also on Friday night, he'll be running uh, wide receiver routes for for Coach Nick's camp. So for somebody like him, this is a big weekend. You, know, you have your guys coming in, whether it's like a John Tay Cook, a huge recruit that they're that is a no-doubter. And they do have some some big-name guys that are there this weekend. You know, this is a, a a cat that's coming in to try to earn himself a scholarship offer. So there's there's a lot going on, and uh, and like I said, with a dozen spots out there, it's at a premium. But we need, need to knock out some of the camp coverage, and over the next several weeks, um, David and I will have a lot on camp. So make sure you stay glued to the message board. And on top of that, we have the baseball going on, and I'll come back to the recruiting here in a second. You have the baseball going on now. The latest there. If you'll remember, we were supposed to play in the morning. There's supposed to be a Friday morning ball game. And uh, to get that thing kicked off with the tropical storm weather coming in, the forecast looks awful. You can go ahead and scrap Friday and Saturday. So what does all that mean? You know, what are they looking at in terms of getting this thing played? This is me being skeptical. Unless Miami, well, at some of those fields like Southern Miss, that has an all-turf field, and I just I don't know what Miami has down there. It makes it way easier. makes the games hard because you're like on the field, off the field, on the field, off the field. For pitchers, that's a nightmare. But when you have one of those just completely turf fields, and I've experienced this a ton in travel ball, yes, it helps a ton in, in terms of these weather situations. But what do I expect will happen here? They're going to scrap Friday and Saturday. 
like the weather, 100% chance of rain and just not just rain, awful rain, awful weather. Okay, even if you get the thing in, you're already two days behind heading into potentially a super regional. Let's say Southern wins theirs. It doesn't matter. LSU, it doesn't matter. You're already two days behind, which means you've lost two days of rest for your pitchers. Not optimal. And this is not a great situation. And look, maybe we should just be happy because we didn't think the team was going to get into a regional. So I don't want to complain about it too much. However, it is what it is. Let's say they scrap Friday and you scrap Saturday. There's still rain on Sunday and Monday. And I think even into Tuesday, and we'll have to, and we'll have to see how that plays out. But let's say they're able to get out there. I think they can run this sucker through Tuesday to get the games in. But at that point, you are so far behind in terms of rest for the next weekend. So not an optimal situation. And I'm not going to go through just each individual scenario here in terms of who would go if they don't get the regional in. Um, I don't blame Miami for wanting this thing and for not moving the day. I get all of that. I mean, if you earn the right to host a regional, you want to play the regional there. So it's just, it is. But I still think they'll get it in. I think it could go up against the deadline, you know, go up into Tuesday. It's possible. But I think that they'll still get this thing in. If they didn't, then you'd go to these different scenarios in which the team that hasn't lost or if teams are basically tied in those type of categories for the regional, the one with the higher seed, that could happen. It could happen, but I, I don't think they'll get to that point. I think they'll get it in. I just think, unfortunately, you're going to get a situation to where you've lost several days of rest and you just got to deal with it going into the next one. But look, from where we thought we were last week leading up to decision time, you're just happy to be in the thing, right? You're just happy to be playing. So we'll be following that. Now, outside of the baseball and the camps. That's what you're focusing on. There's no crazy national calendar days. It's a Bubba day. Yep, that's a real thing. I do this every day. I'm going to look. It's Rocky Road day, rotisserie chicken day, leave the office early day. You can get behind that one. You should be leaving your office early. Summer. I don't know why we have a Bubba day, but, you know, whatever. I've never, through the years of looking at these things, when I was doing a radio show, I don't re remember a Chris day. Ever. We need a podcast host day, maybe something like that. But yeah, those are your calendar days. Now, back to what's going on with these camps and just some of the names that I would be throwing out there. You know, on top of the camps, you have guys that are making decisions. Um, John Slaughter's a name that I know David has had out there, a kid from South Haven. I've had a chance to call around about him. I didn't see him in person last year. He is not a high-profile recruit in terms of the ranking. I'm looking at his face right now on his profile page. He's number 746 nationally. He is not considered number 746 by the staff here. Um, I can tell you that for a fact. There are six guys that they would absolutely love to have from Mississippi, and they covet. John Slaughter's one. Even though he's ranked 15th in Mississippi by our in-house 247 sports rankings, he is not viewed as that player. And Tennessee is all over him. Um, maybe the kiss of death for Ole Miss fans is Steve Wiltfong crystal balling him for Tennessee 
over the weekend, that doesn't feel good. <laughs> that, that, that dude is not wrong very often. So that that's a problem. And we'll see what and, – and look, this is no shade at Tennessee or if I did it with LSU or if I did it with Texas A&M. We'll see what the Ole Miss NIL response is to that, to whatever Tennessee's NIL program is looking like. And that's just such a huge part of recruiting right now. It just is what it is. Um, it's it's definitely more of the coverage should be – it should feel much more like NFL free agency. But when Will Fong crystal balls you somewhere, yeah, you're paying attention. So we'll see where that one goes. I think he's the only one at the moment. Let me let me pull up John's page here real quick to see if anybody else followed his lead. Nope, right now it's just that. And it is a six. So it's not just a high setting for a crystal ball, but but strong enough to where he put it in. So you have that going on with John. We'll see what happens with him. You know, Roman Rashad is coming in to camp. Again, that's somebody you're looking at just because of his connection with um, with Jaden. And the the family there, you you you'd love to get both of those brothers on the roster, and not that they're absolutely tied together, but you feel pretty good about it. I mean, you feel pretty good about it. So we'll see what happens with him on campus this weekend. I'm trying to think of off the top of my head guys that are in. I mentioned Jonte Cook. That's a, that's a huge one. And uh, I'm going to give Lane Kiffin credit for that one. He has he has gotten after that one and has done a good job recruiting him, big wide receiver out of Texas, national prospect, a borderline five-star guy. He's done a really good job with him. Gibson Pyle is also in, offensive tackle out of Texas. Uh, I think they like their chances with him still early. I mean, he is a recent offer, but he's on campus. I do think that they like their chances with him. A couple more here. Um, I'm looking at, at some of my notes. I know the Metcalfs are coming in. You know, Cousins with DK coming in from Alabama, DJ and Tevin. They'll be here for the weekend. I mentioned Isaiah Spencer already got into that one. And I'm pulling for Isaiah. Like a easy-to-talk-to kid. I think he is better than the ranking which right now he is a three-star kid, number 116 wide receiver in the country overall. He has good offers. He doesn't have the huge SEC offers, but he could get them. And this weekend for him is a big opportunity to make that happen. So I'm pulling for him. I'll be keeping up with him all weekend and and checking in with him and how things go. And we'll, I know Derek Nix likes him. But Derek also is looking at the number of wideouts that he'll bring in, and it's not a huge number, especially as that includes high school kids. There just won't be a whole lot of them, and that just kind of is what it is. But so what are we looking at here? You're looking at the camps going on right now, so stay, stay glued to the board for that. We'll keep you up to date on what's going on with all of the baseball talk and the weather that's coming in and how that's going to impact not just the weekend, but however it goes, impact going into potentially a super. We'll keep you on top of that. And then we'll have interviews through the day. I'm working on a couple. I'll have some comments and stuff up from Isaiah Spencer here in a little bit. And I think here for the next week, I'm going to focus on a lot of these Mississippi guys. I'll try to track down John Slaughter. But always appreciate you guys here on a Thursday edition of the show. Have a great day. Bubba Day.
Good for Bubba. He got a day. Enjoy your day. This is Chris Brooks on the Rebels 247 podcast. And we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. See you.